you guys are so beautiful. You have to keep coming back. I love your hat. My name is Mark Neuer. Uh, I'm a comic, stand-up comedy, that's what I do. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to stick around. Uh, if you'd like to, you're more than welcome to, you as well. Uh, we're gonna get it starting here pretty soon. I'm gonna let some of the comics come in, but if you guys wanna stick around, have a few laughs, I'd really love that a lot. I like your shirt. I honestly didn't even look at it at first. I just said it's blue and I like that color. But uh, yeah, humanitarians, God bless them. You know what I mean? We need to be a lot more of a lot more humanitarians going on around here. Yeah, I agree with it. I totally do. Uh, I'm baked to the gills. Happy 420s, 20, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We're here at Mutiny Radio, doing the damn thing. Uh, we're gonna play some more music. Do we have any requests for a song? No. Do you, could, could you play anything? No. It's the most. I can find somebody you want. It's the most wonderful time of the world uh, of of the year. Okay, you want to hear that? I do because it's 4:20, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the most wonderful time. All right, I'll bring it up. It's been legal, but it's specifically legal today. I love your pants, and that was a really cool like thing you were doing with your. The whole body was like an instrument, so that's awesome. That's very. That's a lot of talent. It really. It's something else. Um, Tremendous. Is it true? Is that where you guys are from? Yeah. Really? Where, where are you from? Where Where is that at? Where is that close to? Like what? Like. Really? Wow, that is fantastic. Well, welcome. Have you guys ever been to Meet Any Radio before? You ever been here? Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for fucking coming by. That's awesome. This is a great little spot. This is the first place I did uh, comedy in San Francisco, as a matter of fact. This was the very first open mic I'd ever done. So uh, we're going to get this show rolling. Uh, we're going to start with some music. I'm going to look over that list, and, uh, and we're going to see what it is. You have a great night. We're going to see what it is. So you guys just hang tight or leave. At That's the time, fine. June didn't realize the impact this would have. It's the most wonderful time of the With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the When friends come to call It's the happiest season of all There'll be parties for hosting Marshmallows for toasting And caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories And tales of the glories Of Christmases long, long ago it's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the year 
his scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time. Oh, the most wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we? Coming up first to the stage is going to be George Davis. He's our, uh, he's our soundboard tonight. Just do a bunch of fucking sets from back there. <laughs> hey, no, everybody, stand up, turn around, check me out, because I'm cool, right? <laughs> anyway. I thinking about today. Ooh, I left that mic a little hot back there. <laughs> Alright, I'll just have to play it by ear. Who cares? Donations. That's the first thing I should probably bring up. What am I? I'm acting like I'm hosting this motherfucker. Alright, to anybody anyway. Alright, let me just think of something. Okay. Oh yeah, the, the other time I was up, I'll talk about this. this. is so weird. Um. Oh no. I was thinking about underwear today. And, like, I was thinking about guys, because they're always talking about their dicks. And they're always talking about, like, all this down there. And I was like, well, for, at, first off, I get why people talk about their dicks, because they like them. It feels good. But then it made me think about underwear, because I, like, I don't give two shits about, like, your type of underwear. Right? Like, you know, what are you, a boxer brief guy? <laughs> you know, do you just wear fucking tidy whities Do you, uh, fucking... I don't know, just go commando. I love that they call it that shit. <laughs> commando, because commando was a video game when I was a kid at the arcade. I was a motherfucker, but <laughs> but um anyway. But the thing about commando is, with me at least, like <laughs> you have to be like a special kind of dude. Like I don't know, I have sensitive skin. Like I don't like shit. Like I'm ba I sweat a lot, obviously. And um, I was thinking like my dick. Again, rubbing against that raw denim because I like jeans that's like riding a horse man like that's fucked up like who wants to end up their day like whew, I would like to fuck but I've rubbed all the skin off the tip of my dick you know it's like, <laughs> like I'm so down right that would be my worst that would be my worst nightmare right I end up actually getting to chick hang out with a chick and then I fuck up like because I've been going commando all day feeling free I'm like I'm free and shit but I ain't that fucking free Anyway, what else I can talk about? 
<laughs> wasn't even going to talk about that. Uh, oh, yeah. Bathrooms are weird. People are weird about bathrooms since we're on the penis toilet tip. <laughs> um, I hate when I do that. Uh, I share a bathroom because I live in a building full of fucking psychos. <laughs> well, it's not as bad as like when I was like ages. I'm talking like 10 years ago. I used to be like homeless and we had to fucking share a bathroom that looked like this. Just this space right here. So it was like pisser right there, showers right there, toilet right here. And so like anytime you had in like so and there was only so many hours in a day you could be in that space. So like if you wanted to shit, you damn near had to watch somebody take a shower or they had to shower while watching you take a shit. And it's like the worst like I like we're not animals, man, right? <laughs> like I wanna live somewhere where I don't have to just feel gross. So I move into this space. And like now it's like shared bathrooms, but at least there are walls. <laughs> You'll never find, like find a happier fuck who ever seen a wall in a bathroom stall in his life. I'm like holy shit! And um, what kills me is like there's so many fucking speed freaks. Happy 420. <laughs> but there's so many fucking speed freaks in there that like they'll, they'll, they're crazy. Like they'll take the goddamn head off of the shower. <laughs> And just let it run all fucking night long like maniacs. Why? I don't know. Guess they needed a shower head in their room. And uh, like I need a shower head for the sink. There you go. That's what they needed it for. And then uh, what was the other thing I was looking at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the toilet paper is even crazier. Because there's like four fat rolls of toilet paper in every fucking stall. And if you happen to get there at the wrong time, it's like somebody went in there with a power drill, clicked it in reverse, stuck it in the motherfucker, and was just like... And wrapped all the fucking toilet paper around the fucking uh, needle, pulls it out, puts in another one, next one, next one, next one. And then, like, at the end of it, they, they take the first one, drop it in the toilet like they're in the sixth grade, and just tell you to go fuck yourself. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what, what kind of world we living in, you know? So it's like, always good for my faith in humanity, right? It's like people will spit on the street. It's like, ugh, you guys are gross. Like, I don't want to carry that shit in my house. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, what else did I have? <sighs> Got my dumb fucking Christmas joke, but I don't want to tell that one. Well, it's not really a Christmas joke. It's a joke about death. <laughs> How death is funny. Well, you know, it's like, you know, Carrie Fisher died. Like, you know, that was, <laughs> was kind of sad. <laughs> and then, like, her mother died, like, on, like, the day after Christmas, like, two days later. And that was, like, fucking funny. <laughs> because, because, like, that never happens. Husbands die after their wives, sometimes wives after their husbands. But I remember reading ages ago uh, Carrie Fisher's book, um, Postcards from the Edge. And if you ever read that book, in that book, she has this one particular line. Well, not even a line. It's like a driving narrative through the whole fucking thing. And she says, my mother will never let me have my own fucking spotlight. She was in Singing in the Rain, and I was in Star Wars, but she always wants to be on TV with me. She's always following my footsteps. She put me in this motherfucking acting. <laughs> and so who dies like the day after fucking Princess Leia? The lady from Singing in the Rain. <laughs> One last joke. What can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>
I wasn't done playing the fucking drums, dog. Give it up for uh, fucking George Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Lady and gentlemen. Remind me your name again. Ho Ming. Holy shit. How long have you been doing comedy for? Two years. Two years. You're about to show me how it's done. Ten minutes. Are you ready? I want you guys to make it loud for this gentleman. Uh, Hao Ming, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm new here, and today, when I walk into the room, I look around, and I realize something. I'm in the wrong hemisphere. I feel like an oriental man feeling really disoriented right now. Uh, originally from China, China is a very simple country. Just imagine a Chinatown. And then imagine that all the neighboring towns are also Chinatown. That's it, that's China. But I think the one thing that really special about China is that we pretty much just have one race. Like the cartoon Simpsons, everybody's yellow. The chicken, by the way, is orange. So growing up, oh, actually we have a TV show called Amazing Race. Not about competition, just about us. So growing up, I know nothing about race. And I remember when I came to United States, I, I was in Chicago, and I saw a black person for the first time. And I said to myself, wow, black people look like white people who drink too much soy sauce. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but I come a long way. Uh, now, now I know all about blacks and white. I have black friends, white friends, and I even mess up with them. Like, to mess up with my white friends, I just need to remind them who their president is. Make them feel really awful. To mess up with my white, uh, black friends, I invite them to a Starbucks and show up really late. That's how I mess up with them. But you might notice the difference. One is just making somebody feel really dejected. The other is making somebody being arrested. Huge difference, right? But I just look at difference as white privilege. But really, when I first came to United States, I was so excited. I, I was counting the days. I was 20-something kid. Uh, anybody on the street at the bus station asked me, how long you been here? I had a ready answer, like, one day, two days. And when it reached 10 days, I realized the guy at the bus station was asking me how long I have been waiting for the bus. I told him 10 days. First time I went to the bank, I remember when the teller asked me, Mr. Liu, how do you like your money? I said, I like my money very, very much. But I, I'm a lucky guy, I think. I was born with a silver chopsticks in my mouth. But I think I'm lucky because I found comedy. Because I, I really need this. 
I'm always this weak, vulnerable person, and sometimes I wonder what I can do if I have a heart of lion. I'll probably eat it. Chinese. But I think I'm lucky because I need comedy. I use this sense of humor wrapped around myself like armor to protect myself, which makes me a chink in the armor. It's okay, I'm a defect. But I think I'm really f lucky because I can use comedy to tell my side of the story because we don't see things the same way. First, our language. English and Chinese are so different. They're like apple and mandarin. You say tomato, I say xi hong si. You see things made in China, I see them homemade. Your national bird is bald eagle. My national bird, picking duck. Your national pastime is baseball. My national pastime is eating my national bird. And when you guys say, let's make American great again, I was like, American is pretty great. <laughs> That's why I'm here. And when you, when you say, let's build a wall, I was like, it doesn't work. We tried 2,000 years ago. And guess what? The other side hasn't paid it yet. But there's just so many things I don't understand. The other day, somebody said to me, I scream, you scream, you know the rest. I don't. And when you guys do that hokey pokey thing and turn yourself around, I have no idea. What's that all about? And when you're lonely, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I'll be lucky to find a place where someone can pronounce my name. I have two little kids. Uh, my son is eight, my daughter is six. Recently, I bring them back to China for vacation, and my son noticed something and asked me, like, Dad, why all the family we met in China has one kid? So I explained to them this one-child policy, and at the end, I, I look at their eyes and say, since we are Chinese, one day I have to get rid of one of you. And they believe it. Jump up and down, keep me, keep me. If I have to get rid of one of my kids, probably will be my son. His name is Kai Yan, in Chinese means Open your mouth, speak your mind. He opened his mouth, he mocked me. I overheard him talking to his friends. Do you know that my dad, he doesn't even know what is dab. I was so sad, I almost cried. And when we were watching that TV show, Fresh Off the Boat, and Kaiyan was like, Dad, are you fresh off the boat? I was like, no, 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 no. Your dad came to this country by, by, by ship. 
scholarship. I love doing comedy, but I have really hard time to explain to my mom what I'm doing here. My mom lived in China all her life, never seen stand up before. So I was telling her that, like, this telling jokes thing, making people laugh, make me happy. It's like dream come true. And finally, my mom was like, "Oh, so it's like American dream, right?" And then she said, "So American dream is a joke." Of course not. American dream is so real to me. But I have to be honest. Lately, it's not the best time to be an immigrant in America, right? I have been telling people I'm from Norway. And, and make it believable. I even changed my name, but you guys can never guess that name, cause it's Rumpelstiltskin. But I guess, I guess the really um, lucky thing for me is that there's a Chinatown. Like in Chicago, where I live, and in San Francisco, where I'm moving to right now, because what just walking around Chinatown make me like sometimes just listen to a piece of melody, and I know all the lyrics, make me so happy. Because I've been listening to American music, I I have no idea uh, the, what the lyrics are, and they're just white noise to me. And hip hop, black noise. I listen to the Eminem guy, and I make out one word, spaghetti. But I guess there's just no way to let you know how I feel, except do this. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Or they sound the same when sing out loud? Or is one, one is all I'm the one, cause the world need another William Huang. Thank you very much. My name is Ho Ming Liu. Not a lot of people can hold it down for 10 minutes, I'll tell you right now. So I appreciate you. Thank you for stopping in. Um, we got another comic, local. Are you from San Francisco? A little bit, a little bit. You use Clipper? No, you don't? You drove, you drove here. Did anyone use, use the Muni system? Fantastic, so you know about the Clipper cards. Fantastic, so you're gonna get this joke. That's awesome. <laughs> I uh, I just moved to the city, and I, uh, I I wanted to go do some laundry, so I went and got ten dollars worth of quarters. I walked down to the fucking laundry mat with my little bundle of of laundry jingling and jangling in my pockets with all this fucking change. I get there, and they only take fucking clipper card. They don't take change. You gotta beep it in with your fucking clipper card. 
I'm the fucking host. Laugh, goddammit. Thank you. Kevin Wan, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Clifford card. That, that's not bad. I mean, you, every, everybody's got one, right? Especially if you're in the city. You got Muni. You got Bart. So, hello. Thank you for uh, keeping... The, this is where we keep San Francisco, the, the white people, right? Just three white people in the room. Getting the minorities out of the way. So, it's fine. I'm going to give it up for the uh, strip club for uh, donating the stage. I think they did a great job. Two pieces. Are you from Berkeley or... Where are you now? Uh, oh, way to go. Way to go. Are you the city? Are you out here? Oh, where are you from? Kansas. Not, did you perform earlier? Did you move here? Just, you're just visiting? or? God, that is the life. You're just living it up like the white guy. You're like, Hawaii, I'm going to hit other places. Try out San Francisco. But thank you. Thank you for coming out here. Anything? To do, are you going to do anything tonight? No. I'm kind of from the Bay Area. Like I, I moved out. I, I was out in Hayward. I yelped it. Two stars. I thought generous. Very generous. Hayward's. It's like it's the butthole of the Bay. It's just like that's where we all go. I um. I saw a sign the other day. It says, "Welcome to Historic Milpitas." I drove through the town and I said, what a clever way to say, don't expect too much, you know? Like, would, would Hayward be Hayward? It would just call it the historic butthole, you know? All right, let's move on past those. That was horrible jokes. We can, we, how are you guys doing pretty good? Are you, so you're from Chicago? And you're, are, you moved out here? Yeah. How do you like it? Uh, different? Very different. Yeah. Chicago's fun. It's warmer. Definitely warmer. How, how long have you been in, in San Francisco? So what city do you live in? Sunnyvale. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's the extent of crowd work. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Were you, were you offended that I called you an asshole earlier? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because... Yeah, yeah. He, he, I guess he got offended that I called him an asshole, but yet he did the most generic thing. He goes, your shoes are untied. I was like, that's even more generic than calling somebody else an asshole. So I was like, if you, okay, so it's like a one for one, but it's okay. Did anybody see the Trump documentary on Netflix? There, did you? The four-part documentary? He's, he's pretty consistent, right? He's just always been that same asshole that talks with his hands. I don't know why he does this thing. It's almost like he's putting a ribbon on a package of bullshit, you know? That's kind of what he does. I don't like that thing that he does. He's pretty consistent. Like, the, the whole presidency thing didn't quite get to its head. He's always been that way. I um. So the two most recent women that came out that took the hush money but didn't hush, you know, they said that his pickup line was the same thing. It's, you remind me of my daughter, right? Shouldn't they remind him of something else, you know? Like, would it be weird if I just kind of went, hey, man, don't get mad. But you remind me of somebody else. Don't get mad, get horny. You know, like that, that I think that'd be a little bit weird. So I'm pretty sure his password is Ivanka. I'm pretty sure of that. I know for sure it's not Tiffany. It's not Tiffany Trump. Otherwise, he might have to remember, like, where he lived. His first password is uh, his mother's maiden name just to, like, figure out Tiffany. 
Uh, so Tiffany came from Rolling Maples. That's what I kind of forget. And I realized that Donald Trump's into women that, that has porn star names. You know, it's like I'm sticky and I'm sweet from my head to my feet. Mm. Come give me some. So <laughs> that's what he did. That is exactly what he did. I saw something weird the other day. I saw, I was at Nation's Burger and I saw a guy on Tinder and he swiped left on a girl, a cute girl. I was like, oh, this guy thinks he's a catch. He just kind of swiped left on this cute girl. He actually overvalues himself, you know? Like, I know I'm a piece of shit. That's why I don't value, I don't do it. I just don't value myself. I just don't value myself to that extent because you have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. You know, like you have to pretend to be the person. It's almost like you're catfishing the person like to their face. You know, it's like I am a really nice guy, but I'm an asshole two minutes later. So it's like a thing on Dateline you could see. Do you guys watch Dateline? Yeah. 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 I love it, dude. Dateline. That's what I'm doing tonight. I'm going home. I'm going to go home and watch Dateline. Dateline is that murder mystery that happens. You know, like it has to. This is what I found out. It has to happen in a rural place. Can't happen in the city. Otherwise, it's just the news, you know. Man fell out the four-story window. Nobody cares. No details at 11. If it has to happen somewhere rural like Walnut Creek or Kansas or someplace, you know, then that's when it's going to be news. Got a creepy guy, Keith Morrison. He's always creepy. Talks like this. Who could it be? Are you listening? Like just hearing that voice, he'll always end it with a question and fog would magically appear out of my room like, holy shit, I'm actually scared. So these are the things that you need for a good Dateline episode. One, it has to be a cute white girl. Cute white girl. It can't be hot. Otherwise, we just go, ah, she had it coming, you know. <laughs> uh, the other one is there's a guy with a circular goatee. There's always a guy with a circular goatee. I'm, for some reason, he, he's, he's always the guy who's done it. You know, like if I, that's not to be like, it could be the brother, it could be the dad, it could be the, the, bro, the, the son. It's always the guy with the circular goatee. So these are the things that you kind of need to, to do to avoid being on Dateline. Number one, don't kill your first wife. You don't do that. Number two, don't use bleach. Just don't clean it with bleach. There's other stuff you can use. Um, number three, no circular goatee. So <laughs> shave that one off. Anybody uh, mistaken those uh, scooters for homeless people in San Francisco? <laughs> I saw one laying on the ground. I was like, I'm going the other way. They're going to ask me for money. And it was just a scooter. It's completely wrong. So a little secret. I've been driving without a driver's, driver's license now for two weeks. Yeah. You can clap it up. Well, no, no. I still drive. I just don't have a driver's license. <laughs> I know. So here's the thing. It's like I walked in. Has this ever happened? Like you walk into the apartment complex, you hand it over as collateral for the place. Then they mix match it with somebody else's driver's license. So then you go, oh, this isn't me. You know, then you go back to the place. So this is this is what happened. She she looks at it and she goes, yeah, it's not you. It's not you. But here's the thing. They always come back. She said it like that. Like it happened enough to where she mixes everybody's driver's license, you know. No apology. She's like on your way. So now for the last two weeks, I've been driving. Have you ever driven slightly intoxicated? Like it's just 10 and 2. I'm like checking the mirrors like this. I'm just doing this thing. Like this doesn't look like, this doesn't look anything suspicious at all, right? Walking around like this. I'm like, is that a ski rack or am I about to be pulled over? I can't tell. The new cop cars actually ruined my childhood. The new ones with the red, white, and blue lights. He's looking for the, we're all situated very well. 
the which one? Red, white. No, this is why. This is why. So back in my childhood, when I see the red, white, blue lights, I would instantly think of the rocket pops. That's what I would think about. So like, I know. So like when I would rock, walk down the frozen food section, I'd look over at a box of it, I'd freeze and go, is that a popsicle or, or is that a popsicle? I don't know the difference. But anyway, so Tuesday I go back in there and I go, I go, um, is it back yet? Then this is what she says. She goes, here's the thing. We contacted the vendor and we have no idea. They have no idea who was here yesterday. I was like, I'm no Inspector Gadget, but the guy that you're looking for, his name is on the driver's license, right? Then she goes, you didn't catch it either. So I was like, oh, are we going half seas on the blame? Like, I, what kind of relationship is this? Like, I'm supposed to take some of the blame while you screw me over. So then, then she goes, to be honest, you guys kind of look pretty similar. Oh, the guy's Middle Eastern. He's got a full beard. You know, he's got a fear of the TSA. I'm Asian. I can't grow a beard. I have fear of United. Slightly, a little bit different. So I go, give me the name of your supervisor. Give me the name of your supervisor. And I talk to them. I right, have a seat. <laughs> You're making me nervous. You're looking at <laughs> a little 420 or no. That's okay. That's okay. Anyway, so so I got the name of the supervisor, and she didn't call me back. So you know what I did? I wrote a Yelp review. I wrote a Yelp review. Thursday morning, I get a phone call. that says, hey, guess what, Kevin? We found your driver's license. But here's the thing. You're going to have to take it down, or I'm not going to give it back to you. So I called the cops, and the cops go, it's civil. Be civil. Like, this isn't criminal. Just be civil. Why don't you take down the Yelp review? <laughs> That's what the cop told me. Then I call up my supervisor, and he's like, I got your back. I'm going to get it back for you. Then he, he calls me back five minutes later, and he goes, how about you take down the Yelp review? So here's the thing. If the cops say you take it down, your supervisor tells you to take it down, and your mom tells you to take it down, and you go, no, nah, man, I'm good. And you wait in line at DMV for five hours on a Saturday. Does that take you a whole new level of being an asshole? So that's a, I know. Stubbornness. That's what I did. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Let's keep the show going. feeling we in the house we got toothbrush in the house we got hunter but most importantly we got motherfucking pam benjamin in the house ladies and gentlemen this is her favorite holiday it's like one of the only ones is like one of the only ones i'm you, you celebrate i'm sure <laughs> thank you for this <laughs> can i pass it to weasel or weasel you want some hash tremendous 
<laughs> I don't understand them either. It, it's fucking, it's crazy technology. Technology is a trip. You'd think that we'd have like better technology though. Cause like we're pretty fucking advanced. I was on, uh, I was on Muni and I was reading the signs all over the fucking bus or whatever is, is a bus, a train, I don't fucking know. And I, one caught my eye, it said in the, uh, in the event of an emergency evacuation, um, they enlist you to help handicap people off of the Muni. And if you cannot get the wheelchair off, leave it behind. I'm not carrying someone off a fucking train. I don't know who the fuck you think I am. It ain't me. It's not me. Something that I thought was hilarious about your set, a lot of it, it was very funny. Thank you very much for your time. Can we get a round of applause? Thank you. Was you thought that the person with cerebral palsy was too high on 420 <laughs> and could not walk properly. That was fucking, that was fucking gold. And I don't think anyone caught it. I did. Okay. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Damn. In that case, that's deep. I, uh, I just want to remind you guys, we got this donation jar here. Very important. We get the rent paid. Ladies and gentlemen, got to keep the lights on, the mics on. That rhymed. I could be a rapper. I really could. I ain't white. Don't fucking racially profile me. The fuck? My last name is Walnut. You don't even know what race I am. Yeah. If crazy was a race, man, I'd be white. But um, I know how to stop school shooters. I know how to cure that. And mass shooting, as a matter of fact. No, 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 check it out. See, it's been happening because they aren't listening to me. And I have the answer. You take any man who dates a woman with the same name as his own mother. And you kill that person. Because any man who could come while saying his own mother's name, it's a fucking monster. <laughs> and there's something crucially wrong. There. That's a fucking problem brewing. It's a problem. They, the, the slogan, you all know it. If you see something, say something. Motherfucker, I'm saying something. Just trying to warn you. Myrna. Yeah, Myrna. Yeah, see? Some fucking mom names, dude. That's a mom name, right? Could you... <laughs> Bertha. Could you... Like, like Deborah. Could you fuck a Deborah? Oh. It makes me gag a little bit. There's like phlegm. Like boiling in the back of my throat. Like my mom's name is Amy. Oh my God, dude. Oh. No, no, I would, I would fucking puke. It'd be horrible. I like quiet pukers. If you're loud when you vomit, I want you nowhere near me. doesn't matter what, what, what you don't even, you may not even throw up while we're around, while I'm around you. But if on the off chance you're going to vomit and it's loud, we can't be friends. That shit's disgusting. I've been an alcoholic for a very long time. I've mastered the skill of not just only puking silently, but also while walking down the street and not even skipping a fucking beat. Not even kind of. Not, don't even look. It just, bleh. That's kind of loud though, right? But I just, you know, for the visual comedy of it, you have to make the noise because visual and audio go hand in hand. Yeah. 
I'm a scientist. It's because I'm white. You think I'm a fucking scientist. You always racially profile me, Weesom. With your Chicago Bears. <laughs> We're going to keep the show rolling. Thank God. Get my dumb ass off this stage. I'm too high to fucking try right now. Let's, I'm telling you, man. I got spittums. I'd be gassing straight up. I want you guys to make it big for a, a very good friend of mine, someone who's really held it down for me. If it wasn't for this gentleman, uh, I'd, be, I'd be really fucked. I'd be on the, on the street right now. Uh, I would not have the job I have right now, you know, because he's, he's really, he's put me in a room. Um, I have his fucking muni pass in my pocket. Like, this is, this is the fucking man right here. I want you guys to make it huge, very, very loud for a very great friend of mine, Lawrence Isbell, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Yay! You just call me daddy. It's all right. <laughs> Father? Hey, you know what? Ain't nothing wrong with you loving your mama's name. I love my mother's name. Her name is Carmen Sita. That's a beautiful name. I wouldn't fuck my mother, but I'd fuck a woman named Carmen Sita. And I wouldn't be a mass shooter. I'm just turning this mic around. You know, I'm sober. I, I tried to get high. But, you know, fuck it. Fuck 420. I'm sorry. Not my thing, man. It's legal here. It's not as exciting. I like my drugs, you know, le- illegal. <laughs> and what's, I mean, weed? Why, why couldn't you guys bring all the drugs on board and make my wife happy? She likes cocaine. Yeah, this whole set's about drugs. I don't give a fuck. 420. It's 420. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy with this holiday. I know, you know, for medicinal reasons, the people who are sick and have all those fucked up things that they have, then weed helps them. See, I'm planning for my terminal illness, and it, it doesn't involve weed. It involves your host, Mark. Yeah, he's 22 right now. He's about as old as my kids, right? I made my kids have a pack with me to, to take me down if I got sick. I don't think they're going to go through with it. So this young man, he's going to be the one that put the pillow over my face or push the plunger and the needle, you know, just he's going to do it for me. And I'm proud of my decision. I, you know, I think that's, that's thinking outside of the box. We need to think outside of the box more. So just learn from me and call me daddy. <laughs> I'm, 40, I'm busting George the fuck up. Hi, Mutiny Radio. It's the fucking greatest room in fucking San Francisco, if you ask me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got the t-shirt to prove it. Fuck, man. I've got, I've got high here. and I'm good for the money, you know. I mean, I put two bucks in, but I'll, I'll put in ten next week or something because my wife works. I don't. <laughs> she pays my bills, and she pays my straight comedian children I bring home. It's a beautiful thing, man. That makes me the ultimate feminist, man. You know, it, fucking, it, you know, it doesn't matter who works. You know, women can work. And they should make dollar for dollar for men. Because that's what my wife is worth. Damn it. And I make her coffee. And I make her eggs over easy. <laughs> Sometimes a pork chop. It's fucking delicious, dog. I hook it up. And then I'll drive her to work, too. I don't complain. 
I fucking drive to work when she doesn't feel like taking the Muni or the fucking the Muni's acting up. I'll get my ass in that car. And guess what? I get to come home and go back to sleep and watch Megyn Kelly. <laughs> That's my boo. Shit. I lay down and go to sleep and she's on. And you know, I don't know how y'all might feel when she was on Fox News, but y'all just give her a chance, you know. She, cause she, she, you know, she ain't, She's pretty, but she ain't the prettiest girl on TV, and that's what I like about her. You know, her teeth aren't straight. My teeth aren't straight. She bites her nails and shit, and you know, she tries to be rebel, but she can't. You know, she, I kind of go for those type of chicks. I can't help it. The Tanya Hardings, I was fucking turned on by Tanya Harding. Fuck Nancy Kerrigan. I know I might be dating myself with that reference, but it, they had a movie about it recently. Young pe- people could see it, I guess. But yeah, Tanya Harding, man, I... Athletic as fuck and white trash as fuck. Oh God, I couldn't. All that eyeliner and that shit. Oh, it's just the uglier. I go ugly early, man. And first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, first time at the club, man. I, and I, I mean, it's not a. And they, I'm not ashamed about it anymore, man. I, you know, I, I just, I, I like, I like, you know, fucking. You could, you could, you could find ten pretty girls. It's, it's that one that's kind of odd. I go for, man. I, I dig that. This is the truth. I'm speaking gospel, man. I believe in God today. <laughs> yeah. God God found some rent money today, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I got a little extra over to eat and shit and maybe buy some weed, you know, and get this. I'm winning on my wife's dime. It's amazing. <sighs> yeah, until that earthquake comes. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? I know I got ringside seats up here in San Francisco. They keep talking about that shit on the news. I don't mean to scare you guys, but it's a scientific possibility. <laughs> the fucking big one is going to happen. They just had some ceremony. That's some scary shit if you're going to worry about some shit that happened 100 years ago. <laughs> and you, fuck the marina. That's right. These motherfuckers got dressed up, you know, period pieces. And that's why that leads me to my next topic. You know, I, I like Golden Gate Park, but I don't really feel at home. There's not enough Confederate monuments there. There's monuments for other shit that I have no idea about. But I'm from Georgia. I need a little racism here in San Francisco. It's a little bit too liberal for me. And I'm, I, and I'm not talking about racism in a negative way. I mean, all racism sucks. But this is, this is good racism because I like to see white men reenact shit that they fucked up because it's it's been documented the horrible atrocities yeah you you can try to go back and find other races that may have done some horrible shit but you really can't because these these fucking anglos man they fucking control so much shit so i had to you know they need an outlet to let loose and what a great place than San Francisco to have some bullshit like that. You guys, you'd be the balance to that, the counterpoint. You can create a, a thing every month. I would say monthly where you burn down a Confederate monument. Yes. Yes. When there's re- rebelling happening in the United States, yeah, burn, burn fucking lighters. When there's a rebel uh, rebellion happening, the whole nation looks west to San Francisco, probably northwest, to see what the fuck's going on. I watch your documentaries. I see you, your Berkeleyans, your out, what is it, what's it, Occupies and shit. You know, they try that shit back in Georgia. That shit don't look as cool as it looks here. I mean, y'all got tear gas and fucking me. This is the birth of revolution, if you think about it over here. 
the fucking whole of California is that way. It's so weird. I know I run on. That's just my comedy style. But yeah, back to this whole Confederate burning thing. I mean, what would be amazing to, and every time I say burn, I love that Pam claps. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll burn it. Yeah, I could sell Confederate flags and y'all could burn them <laughs> while there's a Confederate reenactment going on. Because guess what? The Confederates lose. <laughs> they fucking lost. What? We should all fucking rise up and celebrate them losing. That's a fantastic thing. So let them have their stupid little Dixie bullshit. What do we care? It gives us something to learn about of something stupid that happened. And they, <laughs> and they lost. And remind them of it. You fucking lost the war, son. <laughs> you lost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this mic right now. <laughs> but back to drugs. Yes. I got some advice that I've learned because I started late life drug use in my, in my 40s. And the reason I did that is because I had to wait for you millennials, thank you, to get the drugs right. I mean, you guys put in a lot of legwork for my drug consumption. Yeah, I, I look at you with kind eyes because you did all the heavy lifting. You did all the experimentation. Some of you had even died for my drug use from excessive use and god bless them let's pour out a 40 for those young people i mean you guys had your parents basements and in, that, that income or if you had that if you didn't even if you didn't have it you had a friend or somebody that you could go over and party with and you guys set up the internet and did all that silk road shit and had the shit coming in the mail and that's where i came in at 45 after all that work was done i was able to kind of cruise on in and start using drugs in my 40s. I waited. I abstained. Abstinence works. <laughs> yeah, if they ever tell you to abstain from something, it's not a bad idea. There's somebody else who's going to fuck it up. And then you learn from that. You find out what they did wrong. And then you try to do it right without fucking up. I'm not saying it's a perfect science. But it worked for me. I had money then. So I could buy some nice shit. Some nice drugs. I had uh, my wife... She was like, we did it together, had someone to do it together with. You know, it was a pact. We made a pact. And we have a plan, too. And that's where it comes back to Mark to, to pull, the, pull the plug. <laughs> when we have a terminal illness, both of us, we know we can count on this young man. To just, oops, did I trip over that cord? I'm so, oh shit, I'm so sorry. The rescuer. But, yeah, drugs were great for us. You know, we didn't need marriage counseling. There was psilocybin mushrooms. You ever tried that shit? Yeah, that's amazing, right? Yeah, I didn't need Viagra. I mean, I need it now, but acid is great for me. <laughs> it works. I don't know how. I can't explain. And yes, my little my little love bun. She loves uh, that dust devil, the the cocaine. I'm probably fucking up all the cool terms for coke, but yeah, you know, we just call it we call it whatever the fuck we want. You know, that's what she likes. She gets down like that. That's her jam. I don't judge her for it. Where's her 420 is all I'm asking. Where's her 420? I know that shit doesn't mean anything to cocaine, but yeah, where's her celebration? But that'll probably make it uncool. Anyway, thank you so much, Mutiny, for your time. I love you as always. I'll get up for your host, Mark Neuer. All right.
You have a good night. Enjoy your chat. Say. Sa sa safe travels. Thank you for stopping by, man. Cool. I don't know what he said. I have no fucking clue what he said. Not a goddamn idea. Goddamn, I'm high. Goddamn, I'm high. <laughs> Thank you for your fucking time. I appreciate you so much, man. You're the shit. Max... Mo Mo Cannon? What is it? Mo <laughs> I would have never motherfucking got that ever. Moachini. Moachini. Okay. Uh, sit tight real quick. Is this your first time in the room? Okay. Cool. I, I haven't seen you around. So how long have you been doing comedy for? Nine months. Cool. Cool. A little bit ahead of me. Fantastic. You like chips? We got free chips right there. You can pop it up and you can get a couple chips if you want. <laughs> The hip, the hippies, yeah, the hippies left them. God bless their soul. I think there's some kind of like, uh, no, uh, there's like a, there's like, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little bit of AIDS flavoring. You know what I'm saying, Hunter? Hunter knows all about the AIDS flavoring. He works the Five Guys. No, yeah. <laughs> probably if it was open, it would just taste like dirty fingernails. It's <laughs> all it would taste like. It tastes like sea salt fingernails. Dirty, dirty sea salt fingernails i think there's some kind of like uh jack-in-the-box appetizer there and a half drank coca-cola and they said we left the food for you so if you guys want the half drink coca-cola say it now or forever hold your peace because i'm gonna drink that fucking thing um Galleries. how do you say your last name again brother max mawachi ladies and gentlemen make it loud thank you Thank you, Mark. That was uh, that was exciting. This is exciting. Uh, happy, ha I guess, happy 420. I don't know. Is, it, is, it, is everybody high here? Is that uh, okay? I was, <laughs> all right. So it's at least half the audience should enjoy this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't. I don't really do weed or I don't really smoke, so I'm not. I don't really know what. I'm, like I don't even know if I could find weed if I had. Like the only way I have weed is I get. The times that I've done uh, shows here, Pam has paid me in weed treats. So if I celebrate it's all tonight, it's just going to be with that. Like that's all I got. Like otherwise, I would be so lost. I, I'm pretty boring. I don't, you know, <laughs> not the most exciting person. But uh, cool. All right. So everybody, what? Why? Why is 4:20 the day that they? Ch is that? Does that have anything to do with Hitler, or is that just a coincidence? It's a coincidence. Okay. Gotcha. I always, it's like one week before my birthday, but other than that, I don't really know the significance of four. I, I think I'm good for now. Give it to all the audience though, because I think I'm just going to riff for however much time I have. And <laughs> how much time do I have? 10 minutes. Man. 10 minutes. Okay. Last time I did an open mic here, I, uh, I got, I, uh, I got yelled at for not going enough time, <laughs> which is that. <laughs> Which is the opposite of what usually like usually usually if you go over they get mad. I went under and they got mad. Like that's that's how good I am. <laughs> uh, what else was I gonna riff on? I watched that movie Back to the Future recently. You guys ever seen that? Yeah. Everybody, it's like a great movie, right? Like Michael J. Fox goes back to 1955. Yeah. Like uh, if you could go back in time, what year would you choose? Oh, just to like check it out, see what it, cause you, you were saying that, or uh, like to see what your parents were doing back then. <laughs> I'd say my mother's name is beautiful. Okay. Your mother's name is beautiful. But you, yeah, you just want to see yourself being born. 
Party in the 70s, huh? Okay, I do like to... <laughs> was that when the, was that when all the disco stuff and like the big froze like I bet that guy who you thought looked like DJ I bet he came from the 70s I bet he came back to the future but I, I don't know would you would you go Pam would you go back any other if you could choose a year to go back to what would you choose uh, Eighteen forty nine, like pre emancipation proclamation. All right, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch out, George. <laughs> don't, don't get it. <laughs> be friends with the Indians. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, I think you just you just made George nervous though. I think. <laughs> I like the Grinch shirt, by the way. That's that's pretty cool. Where'd you get that? Like, your childhood? No. <laughs> I've never seen somebody wear a sweaty Grinch shirt. That's <laughs> that's uh, usually kids don't sweat that much. <laughs> Where did you get it when you were a kid? Or, or, or did you put on headphones? No, I didn't get it when I was a kid. Uh, uh, I got it as a gift last year. Okay, it is pretty good. Cool. <laughs> I I have a minion shirt that I'm pretty proud of, so I I'm in the same boat. I. Did you see the Jim Carrey version of the? No. No. Okay. All right. I feel like I'm distracting you from something else, but. <laughs> no. <laughs> something more. Something more important going on back there, George. Like I thought this was. Uh, thought this was pretty important. Like I can't. I can't even. Can't even get a bunch of high people to focus on me. It's. This is a rough. Uh, no, I don't know. Do you guys have any like favorite foods? Anybody have favorite food? <laughs> I mean, you're all high, and you're just like we don't. <laughs> Is that is that bad to do crowd? I don't know. It's good. It's great crowd. Like you guys are all like, what what would you guys all eat now that you're high? Like, what do you crave? You eat ass when you, you got the munchies for ass. Ass. Okay, I'll move on to somebody who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't care. I don't want to chili. 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 All right. Chips. Is that that's the. That's your number one go-to go munchy food. I uh, I like to eat raisins. I'm a big fan. <laughs> raisins are like kind old ladies. Like they may be dry, wrinkly, and commonly associated with irregular bowel movements, but they're also incredibly sweet. Right? I don't know. I I don't like uh, unsweetened cocoa powder, because like unsweetened cocoa powder is like an attractive young woman who doesn't get what she wants. Like it may look good, but woo. It is bitter. All right. How how am I doing on time? <laughs> 13 minutes. I added I added time. That was <laughs> This is punishment for good. He's adding time. Is this like one of those games where like if you reach a certain level, like if you reach a number of laughs, your your life power increases or something like that or 7 Six minutes. Okay. Wow. All right. I got to figure out how to do six minutes of crowd work. Uh, all right. How are you guys doing over here? <laughs> You're doing all right. Well, any particular reason? Is it the 420 reason or Friday beautiful day? Friday beautiful day. Any weekend plans? Tomorrow. Okay. Good. A lot of people smoke weed at Dolores Park, right? Isn't that a thing? All right. See, I'm I'm pretty behind. I'm learning a lot today. Like I. Uh, a lot of weed history today. <laughs> I uh, so it's it's legal now. I understand. Is that correct? Is that? Yay! 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. All I need to do is say burn and Pam will cheer. So if there's ever like a, if a joke doesn't land, I'll just go burn. I'll, t I'll tell George to play that song, Burn Baby Burn, and Pam will start cheering wildly, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Who died? Steve Kerr. Who died, man? So, you know, somebody actually saw Steve Kerr on a TV once ago. That could be your dad. I don't know why, but so you're the second person who's told me that now. Is that... Because Steve Kerr's... Yeah, with played for, played for the Spurs too. He won. You, you guys know there was a ten-year period where either Steve Kerr or Robert Ory won the championship every year. Yeah, I bet you didn't think he'd learn that at an open mic on 420. <laughs> uh, did uh, I think Steve doesn't Steve Kerr have a son who like plays at, at Berkeley right now too? Is that am I making that up? I'm just I don't. That's my family. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Well, it's 420. I'm really high. I don't know where my brother goes to school anymore. <laughs> All right. I, well, okay. So I look like Steve Kerr's son. I should just start telling people that. Like it. I get away. I just, if he, I'll just, uh, that's how I should. That, that'll be my pickup line. I'll just be like, I'm, do you know I'm Steve Kerr's son? Like that's ladies. Uh, uh, anybody? All right. No, it's too many guys. Too, too many guys here. I'll try it later. You know? I'm sure if they're high, they might actually believe it too. So it could be, this could work out. All right. Well, so Steve Kerr. Yeah. I'm going to have to tell my real dad that and be like, I have a new father now. All right. I'm, I'm going to abandon you this time. No, <laughs> no I'm just, that's all. I'm, I'm just kidding. That's, oh man. Am I three minutes now? Three minutes. All right. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So I have enough time. Well, to shit my pants. Okay, I, I might need to eat some of those chips before I. Cause I, I always go at, like at work, you know, like why? I, I always follow that philosophy that the Joker said in the Dark Knight. Like if you're good at something, never do it for free. So, I always shit my pants at work. That's not a, that doesn't work quite. But <laughs> did it, did I just get everybody to leave? Like that's what happened, huh? Like it was. Like when I showed up, there wasn't many people here. Then when I went up, there was a bunch of people here. Now everybody's gone again. So, what does that sign say? The beatings will continue until morale improves. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, we should all feel up with the morale. Did you, did you have a question? <laughs> I thought. <laughs> that's what I, th I thought. The, okay. Th I thought this was turned into like a Q and A session. Like it's. I'm. St yeah. This is the Steve Kerr's son's press conference. Why did we choose to go with the uh, Steve or what's going? Are they up three zero on the Warriors or, or the Spurs? Right, three zero. Okay, they plan to close them. When did this? How do I? Well, I think well, Greg Popovich's wife recently passed away. Right? That's too bad. Actually, I don't want to make jokes about that. That's Popovich. Yeah, that's too bad. I always like Greg Pot. He always seemed like a good dude too, for some reason. Like I, I know. He, well, what's that? Maybe we'll we'll, we'll give I uh, will give him one. Well, Steve Curry used to play for Popovich, right? So they're like he played. He played. Uh, I think Steve Kerr always says he like he he learned from the three best coaches: Lute Olson at Arizona, Phil Jackson for the Bulls, and Greg Popovich when he played for the Spurs. That's another just killer joke I told, don't you think? Like, I'm just <laughs> crushing it. Like, 
And then he played for the Spurs. Bam. Ow. <laughs> Any other NBA history I can lay on you guys this 420? The Spurs have won five championships. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, yeah. 60. You're right. It was 63 points on 420, 1986. That 86. It was 1980s. But they still lost. And they got swept in the series. Because that, that was the, the 86 Celtics. I think they were like. Yeah, they were good. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Let's see. Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points on. Was it like March 2nd, 1962? Let's. Somebody look that up, and that'll be my closer. <laughs> Confirm that, and that'll be my. <laughs> All right, March 2nd, 1962, Hershey, Pennsylvania. If I'm not mistaken. Bam. Some <laughs> things for show. Yeah. Check out. Check out this memory. You will get called a bitch. Bitch. So motherfucking fast. Bitch. A little bit louder, please. Make Show it loud. This motherfucker. Ten minutes bitch. of fucking crowd work. What's up, bitch? You the cut up. Fucking hell, your own. Fuck some bitch. You know anything about this? Bitch. Look this out, song? bitch. Watch out, bitch. Yeah, I fucked you, bitch. Then got out, bitch. bitch. Catch out, bitch. <laughs> Fuck that shit, motherfucker. Getting mad? Fuck that bitch. So, bitch, pay me, bitch. You can love me, bitch. You can hate me, bitch. Straight up, bitch. Save up. Bitch, you ever this one? Bitch, I don't play that, bitch. Cause a bitch is known to get out of line. And a bitch don't understand. I'm on the grind, <laughs> you little bitch. I'm all about the paper. This was the very when first two short song I ever heard. I was 12 years old. Thank you. I was actually gonna pocket check you once. But uh, you're a professional, so you already knew it was. It was so easy to remember every lyric in the song when I was calling you. That's a great song. And uh, two or three weeks later, it was when I, I, I heard that song uh, with my, my uncle Rob. He's not really my uncle, but we, I call him Uncle Rob. And my his his uh, his son is Aaron. That's my best friend. Uh, he played that song for us. And of course, like I'm not a huge rap fan, but like. At that time, at least, I was like super into corn. I was like, a, I was a fucking half a fag. What can you do? But uh, you ever, corn's sick, though. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, you know, <laughs> I can accept what it is. I really can. Corn is like something else. But anyways, I was a huge like my email was cornfan95366. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was really dedicated. What's up, brother man? How you doing? You look like you're doing spectacular. I like the backpack. See, my crowd work isn't as great as his, but you, you missed that. If you want some chips, free chips, they were unopened when I got here, and they were given to me by some hippies. I just have to forewarn you, because you never know what those fucking guys are up to. This guy with the Berkeley shirt knows all about hippies. You said you live in Emeryville now? That's still pretty much Berkeley. That's like, that's just... It's pretty much, it's just like, we're way, we're just a little bit, like, way more wealthy. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm only a couple blocks from the city. 
Yeah. Just say you're from Berkeley. It's way cooler. There you go. There was a point that, oh, that's right. So I, I heard that song. Two weeks later, I go to Aaron's house again. I'm like, dude, what's that? What's that one Too Small song? His name is Too Short. <laughs> I call them Too Smalls. And uh, he was like, who? I said, Too Smalls. You know that song? It was, bitch, bitch. We were laughing. It was hilarious. It was a good time. Too Smalls. What was the song? He's like, you mean Too Short? And at that moment, I knew I was, I was in special ed for a reason. You know what I mean? A lot of people get upset when I say, a lot of people get upset when I say that I'm retarded. I I was in I was in resource. That's the worst. Pull out. Oh my no, God. you were doing resource pullout. I was in regular classes, but like I had I I was I was my teacher and that was the special ed teacher. He was like. <laughs> no, I've, it's just like I've done my time. I could say I could say retarded. You know what I mean? I've done my fucking time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. Me too. That's a that is a hashtag I can get behind. Dropping my phone on the fucking ground. Hashtag Me Too movement. I want you guys to make it fucking very very loud, for the reason that we're all here tonight. I mean, I'm not saying you're God. I'm just saying you you own this place and that's why we're here. You know what I mean? You pay the fucking utilities and the goddamn garbage uh, payments. You know what I mean? It's okay. I didn't either, so I can't blame you. Pam Benjamin, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Neuer, everyone. I apologize. I haven't cleaned the toilet in two weeks. I'm a terrible person. I, I swept it out, but I didn't actually stick my hand in there. Yay. That's like people. I have small children ask me all the time. They're like, you're a small business owner. What is that like? And I'm like, I clean the toilets. <laughs> and they're like, I don't get it. Like when you're supposed to like own things, like you tell people what to do, right? And I'm like, not in a socialist business. I'm reading a lot of Marx. I, a guy on the bus, yes, but before we get to that, I gotta talk about too short. Hashtag me too. Fucking bitch, meow meow bitch. I know, like, wow, the misogyny is so easy and it's so fun to just make it repeatable for small children. It just is so good. Like, I just, I, I had this conversation with you the other night. I'm like, I don't think that small children should listen to hip hop because it teaches them things like, why do we use the word bitch ubiquitously? And if you're going to quote your favorite rap songs, I'm white. I can't say the N word. So like, how am I supposed to appreciate the music? I can't literally appreciate it because I can't sing along with it because I'm a racist if I do and I'm a racist if I don't. Like, if I don't listen to it, then I'm not... I'm a white, I'm a, I'm a white waspy bitch if I don't listen to it. But if I do and I like it, I can't fucking quote it. What am I, I can't win if I do, can't win if I don't. I have so much white guilt. It's awful. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a white lady. I don't know what to do. I don't like the bitch word. I don't, I don't even like it when they call a female dog a bitch. I feel like that is, she's doing a great service. Those fucking labradoodles, they are not easy to put out. And those bitches are fucking, they're like, 
$750 a labradoodle. Do we, do, we, do we fucking say to these bitches, like, hey, bitch, you're doing a great job. No, what do we do? Like, fucking, I just hashtag me too. Too short. I'm not a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a mean person. I'm a terrible mean person. I'm so mean. Oh, I'm so mean. I'm spiteful. Everything, every big decision I've made out of my life has been out of spite. Like any single decision. I didn't mean to tell this story, but let me tell you a story. So when I was in high school, I ran track and I was like the seventh and I ran cross country and I was a seventh member on the cross country team varsity. Like I was like the person that like, I was like talking to people during the race. I'm like, are we having fun? Like, but I, you know, I was still running like seven minute miles or whatever. And I was like fucking pulling it together for the cross country team. And it was great. But it was my junior year and one of my friends, she jumped high jump and she was hurt, but she'd already won. And the coach was like, she needs to jump again. I'm like, no, she doesn't. So we had a fight in front of everyone. Now, why is a 36 year old man confronting a 17 year old girl and like having a fight with her in front of everybody? <laughs> power struggling. Cool, give me the power. I'm a 17 year old child fucking yelling at you. Anyways, so I'm yelling at this guy and he's like, you're off the team, ha! And I'm like, great. So then I, out of spite, I don't know if anybody knows Danville. Anybody know Danville? Anybody local here? Devil Mountain Run. Okay, it's a thing that happens every year. It's a 10K, 6.2 miles, whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna win the fucking Devil Mountain Run. I'm gonna fucking win it this year. I'm not on any track team. I'm gonna win it. And so I start my own running thing and I'm like, I like run three miles and I run up and down this hill. The first time I do it once, it's a 440. It's like straight up hill. And at the end of it, I'm running, I'm running 3.2 miles and I run up it 12 times up and down. And then I finish the other two and a half miles and I fucking win the Devil Mountain Run. Ha ha ha! And there I am on stage and everybody's like, well, what track team do you run for? And I say, I run for myself. <laughs> and they're all in the front row. My fucking track team, Jerry Garrity's sitting there. That was his name, Jerry Garrity. He's sitting there looking up at me. They're like, what, well, where do you go to high school? I go to San Ramon, but you don't run on the track team? No. So this is the, the, the denouement of the whole thing. Like, oh, my senior year, will I be able to run cross country? Why, yes. All of my friend's parents get him in a room and they're like, our, our kids won't run unless Pam runs. And I sucked. I wasn't even fast. Like, I was just like the heart. I was a Draymond Green that was hitting no threes. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he's still the heart and he's not hitting the three. I love it when he hits the threes. But when he doesn't, you're like, oh, you're still the heart, man. He's still got that defense. Like, he was... So, but it's, so that was a beautiful moment in my life because I was like, I win. Like, I fucking got a win on that, you know? Like, I, and I trained myself. So my decision was made out of spite because I was like, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> Yay. Spite rules every single major decision I've made in my life. I divorced my husband out of spite. <laughs> I'm like, you don't like karaoke? Fuck you. We're getting divorced. This is it. <laughs> No, serious, I was really big into, he, he didn't like, he didn't like karaoke. How is he going to like comedy? Like, come on. These are my words. Those are their words. Like, yeah, I'm doing the dance break and I'm fucking changing all the words, but it's still not. I have actually, I have an addiction. I have an addiction. And some people would say it's marijuana, but it's not a drug, so it's not an addiction. <laughs> it only makes my life better. An addiction is when there's something that you do. There's a behavior that you do that gets in the rest of your life that makes your life bad. 
So weed, not an addiction, only help, help, help. Yay, weed, help me, help me. Uh, but the problem I'm having in my life uh, is with karaoke. <laughs> I've, I've injured myself twice in the past two months doing the dance break. So it's not the singing of karaoke, it's the doing of the dance break. And 43 years old, I shouldn't be doing dance breaks anymore. So I do this thing where I do like a fan kick and then I do this thing where, so I, I went into the splits accidentally on a slippery floor in Mexico and I, I burst at the bottom of, my, it's called your, it's a very unknown muscle, you guys. It's your femoris, um, oh, it's the bicep femoralis and it's what connects the back of your knee to your butt bone at the very bottom and I like ruptured it because I accidentally fell into the splits I am so old the cool thing I used to be able to do I used to be able to take my leg and stick it up in the air like this because it was my big cheerleading trick I might never be able to do that again and, and that is why karaoke has negatively affected my life. I think karaoke is a problem because it's changed the way I live my life. I used to just be like, you want to know my trick? Ha <laughs> And I used to do the thing. I don't think that's ever going to happen again, even with Medi-Cal. Like, I'm, I'm fucked. I know they would. I won't even go to the doctor, though, because I don't want to waste taxpayer money on this shit. I can still walk. So if I can't do the leg trick, fuck me. Like, really? Come on. Like, what do I, I can't, I'm not ever going to be able to do the splits again. <laughs> but 43-year-old women shouldn't be able to do the splits. That's like, that's just the thing, right? It's not cool. It's not anymore. I, if I have two weeks to be able to do a handstand or um, a cartwheel before I just completely give up. <laughs> do you know, like, I'm old now. <laughs> okay. Let me close with a joke that I always close with, which is that, um, I'm really in the uncircumcised guys uh, because I want to pull up their dick and I want to pull their foreskin up over their dick and I want to put whiskey in their foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? Let's deal with my issues. I'm hungry. No, I'm an alcoholic. It's twofold, really. Uh, number one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. And you got to clean it all that schmegma and there's no better way to do that other than alcohol. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to my jokes. Yay! Mark Neuer! I don't know what it is, but it's jamming. No, this is a good one. I don't, I don't, I don't. Just the other day, I heard of a soldier. What's that one? The cheap trick goes down on you to want me, right? Some Indonesian junk that's going round. Mommy's alright, daddy's alright, they just seem a little weird. Don't do this Surrender, I'm just trying to jam real quick. 420, sit back, relax, and we're about to get a doobie rotation. You want to hear the joke that I always end with? As of recently, so 95% of you have heard this joke. <laughs> but, uh, that's aggressive. Um, that wasn't the joke. It just means something to me because I've been, my name is Mark Neuer, right? 
And I've been Mark Neuer for 22 years. More specifically, Mark William Neuer. And it took that long for me to find out that my last name in French means walnut. Isn't that tremendous? Right? That is fucking fantastic. Right? But check this out. I'm thinking about just I'm thinking about just going by like permanently now, like getting my actual like name changed to Willie Walnut. Wouldn't that be great? Why is this so fucking loose? Ah, I need support. No, it does. This is it's it just was loose. And on more formal occasions for like job interviews and for my resume, I'll go as Bill Walnut. I think I'm onto something. I need him. I need it. We all need aliases. What is we? Uh, <laughs> See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like I think you need an alias for people to even want to look for you. You know what I mean? Weesum, is that your real name? Is Weesum your real name? That's your alias, huh? I just called you out. <laughs> we got, this is fun. We got Weesum and motherfucking Toothbrush right next to each other. That's, that's, they need aliases. That's a dangerous combo right there. I love you guys. Because you walk with that limp, motherfucker. <laughs> You're a gangster. Ah. Oh. He isn't sensitive. He's just acting. Trying to make me feel uncomfortable, which is impossible with how high I am. Because like, there is a level of high where you're like so high you can, like you're, you're high, but like you're like, you're, you're like that high where you're very uncomfortable. But then there's a high where you're just like, congratulations. You've reached the next level. And that's 420. This is the first... <laughs> Get you a walnut for Christmas. That's right. I saw a uh, a magazine the other day at the store. And it was like a picture of some celebrity. I really don't care, you know. I didn't really gander that long. And this in the headline, this is what caught my eye was celebrities without makeup. It was like a big expose. I just can never imagine getting to that level where I give that much of a fuck about what I look like without makeup. It was like a dude on the, I think it might have been like George Clooney, some, some dude who wears makeup. They all wear makeup. That's the thing. I, well, yeah. But exactly. So why does it fucking matter, right? We all look pretty good without makeup. We're all beautiful. You know what I mean? I'd be way, I, hold on. You're beautiful. Shut the fuck up. You're beautiful. Listen, I would be way more concerned with, a, with like a headline that said, I don't know, like Willie without his walnut, you know, like Mark without a boner or something, you know, that would be like, I got a small dick, that's the joke. It's, it's, not, it's not pleasurable, especially not when it's flaccid. It's not a good time. You can have long eyelashes. I do have long eyelashes. I do. And really, really long testicle hair. So I trim that, I get some glue, 
and I just glue them onto my face because I can't grow facial hair. That's what Hunter does. While we're on the topic, hold on. You're hating because you got some fucking thick ass facial hair, motherfucker. You're like, I could clown on him because I got some fucking facial hair. Fuck you, Weeson. Maybe that'll be the first time I come in a girl, too. <laughs> While we're on the topic of people who don't come inside of girls, please give it up for your next comic. Hunter Uniac. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Pam's like, I wish. No, no, no not. No. All right. I would too. I'd get so many free drinks. I would get so many free drinks. I would. I don't know. Um, it's 420. Everybody's like going, yay, it's 420. No, it's like, no. No, it's like, it's, it's 420. It's 420. What if I just stayed up here and ate chips for like 10 minutes? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I want to work on jokes. But at least we know if I start bombing, I'll just go back to that. I don't know, though. Um, what was I going to talk about? What was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. I'm Filipino, and, like, I'm trying to get into my uh, Filipino roots, you know? Like, I'm trying to get more into it. And, like, I've, I'm, a, I'm a history buff, so, like, I've looked through, and there's no great men in history for Filipino men, you know? Because every... Manny Pacquiao, everybody fucking says that. No, and here's the thing. I said history. And secondly, if, if the Filipino's golden boy to claim to fame is getting second place constantly, that's, uh, we need to step our fucking game up. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get first. That's what my point. That's my fucking point. That's what... That's what See, this is how stone people are. That, I just said that, and like Mark's just like, exactly. I'm taking your point. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did say what the? All right, that's. I'm gonna do 20 minutes because he's so stoned. He probably hasn't even started timing me yet. No, I know. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I didn't gel it. <laughs> I didn't do anything, guys. I went to a doctor's appointment. I feel like an adult because I um, I schedule. Oh, by the way, uh, yes, uh, you fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I like how the people who have no idea what's going on started applauding too. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, Pinky, he's got one, cool. Yeah, nah, but I scheduled my doctor's appointment today so I can get off work. So like, I feel like I'm taking things. I'm stepping up in our game of responsibility, you know? Fucking one, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. What's that fucking Napoleon Dynamite? I don't reference comedy during your set. Yeah, but let's do this then. Let's do this. Um, it's born a bastard child, born out of wedlock. You know, I was there for my parents' wedding. It was a beautiful thing. I was the uh, ring bearer. Looking back on it now, I realized uh, my mom was pregnant with my little brother, which means I wasn't even the fucking child they got married over. 
You know the whole ring bearer thing is supposed to be a great honor? No, that was my first shitty temp job. <laughs> Didn't even get paid. I don't know. Last wedding I went to, it was weird. It was um, my friend's when he was 19, when he got fucking married. Crazy. His boss was like 42, not making that shit up. It was his boss, too. Fucking weird. But like, it's not even the weirdest part about the wedding. They had this attrition called the money dance. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, you walk up to the bride, present her with a certain amount of cash, and then you get to dance with her for a final farewell. I think it's a great way to set off a lifelong commitment based on mutual trust and love and all that shit. Have all the guys at your bachelor party shower your wife with singles for a private dance. You know? Good luck! Lawrence, you're the only one married here, and you're laughing the hardest. Did they do that with you? Did they do that in your wedding? Oh, fuck. So now I just... Yeah, yeah, I... I, my friend was 19 when we got married. We had like, we were giving her like nickels and shit. We were in college. We were in college. Like we couldn't afford that shit. All right. I had to take a ride home back with them because I didn't, I was like, I didn't have a car then. I had to go ride home back with the groom and bride. They had to drop me off at their house before they went to the hotel. <laughs> uh, dude, I was 19. I was 21 actually at the time. But still, like, yeah, we were all fucking kids. It was fun though. It was fun. Yeah. I love chips. All right, this is weird. You guys ever, um, this is like my weirdest thing with chips I'd ever do. I put um, like Dijon mustard on it and Tabasco sauce and mix it up, throw it in the oven so it like cooks that flavor. It's fucking good. It sounds weird, right? But I'm standing there that confident right now because I've reached that high that Mark was talking about where I don't give a fuck. No cheese. Hmm? No cheese. You're right, you're right. Like, right. White people nachos? Ah, uh, kind of. I <laughs> Those are white people nachos. Shit. Shit. And I just throw some like bacon, chop it up on there. Who's hungry, guys? I'm like the only person who has munchies on 420. All right, good. Good. I didn't even go to Hippie Hill. Fucked up. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I wanted to do like another fucking open mic, and that's how I realized I've made mistakes as a comedian. You know, I said, fuck it. Screw Hippie Hill. Go into a mic. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but at the show, there was a comedian there who got bitch slapped. All right? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. And like, that's kind of made me realize, like, how do you, like, get assaulted on the, like, least violent day of the year? <laughs> if I was, yeah, I know, I know. If I was stoned, I would have been able to, like, figure it out. You know, like I realized like after he got off stage, he was like, oh, wait, you got hit, dude. What the fuck? You know, like fucking late minute late reaction. I am um, peace. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, my pinky's back. I'm just happy about that. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, he's got the horn now. OK. What should I leave you guys with? What should I leave you guys with? Um, work at five guys. It's a piece of shit job. Half my coworkers are illegal immigrants, so they don't speak English. And the other half of my coworkers are high schoolers, so they don't speak English. You know, it fucking sucks. But like, I'd, um, at work, I've started, I've been on the register because I was fucked up my pinky for a while. And I've realized that, when is it the claim to mediocrity to have a fucking panic attack while ordering your sandwich? You know what I mean? I don't get how that fucking works. It's just, people are stupid. Yeah. How do I get angry on 420, guys? 
I just got angry on 420. It's weird. All right. I love you all. That's my time. kind of heavy are you are you have anxiety you know i know that wasn't a real like the statement the words they really didn't link up that well but you go oh i thought i was really hoping you weren't going to say my penis and you didn't so you mike you gave me anxiety and it's all gone now thank you for for doing that no my id is that's right you can all you can all look at that motherfuckers i have a job i have a j o b and I'm excited about it. You know what I'm not excited about? The fucking 25 blisters I have on my feet from the new work boots I just fucking got. I'm not excited about that. <laughs> it's all good. I got them fucking comic spidey reflexes. How many comics do we have in the room that are going to want to go up tonight? Okay. One, two, three, four. And we have how many minutes? 20? 25. We have, we have enough time? All fives. Okay. All right. Then I'm gonna have to from the ten. I'm gonna have to give it like seven minutes. Is that okay? Are we are we accepting of that? I know I know you've had to stick around for a bunch of bullshit, but thank you guys for your time. Are you, you're a comic as well? No, you're just hanging out, dude. Th- can we get a round of applause for the fucking audience? I forgot. I'm, what a what a terrible host. This guy's like I'm not fucking applauding for shit. <laughs> Fuck these two. I want to give a big shout out to these two. What was your name? David. David what? Uh, last name? It's okay, David. He's like, what are you, a cop? <laughs> you, you missed the whole uh, alias thing. What's your alias? <laughs> David, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Haley as well. This is a good, great friend of mine. And I'm glad you stopped by. Uh, I appreciate you guys. And on that note, I saw another magazine cover that kind of uh, bothered me mentally. It kind of was just like, uh, made me vibrate a little bit. It was, uh, Melania Trump is sick of the lies. Will she stick around? I've seen the box. I know the return policy. It has been longer than 60 days. Bitch can't leave. She was bought and paid for and shipped here. Are you fucking kidding me? She's playing a fucking role. Are you guys... Are, are, I have one of those words coming up. Are you fucking retarded? She, she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't fucking care. She gets a paycheck. Don't we all? Jesus. You know who gets a paycheck? Your next comic. Ladies and gentlemen, make it big for Weesome. Man.
man, fuck that stage. That's just a little too hard for me. You know what I'm saying? One misstep, I'm gonna stumble, man. Then I ain't gonna sue Muni Radio. I can't do that to this place, man. Yeah, Oh, thank God. Yo, ooh, it's easy. Now I'm going to try to do a 360 off this bitch. <laughs> no, man. It's 420. I know everybody in here talking about that shit. But honestly, after a certain point, when you're a pothead, every day is 420. You know what I'm saying? You smoke weed every fucking day. I can't get, I can't talk to anybody without smoking weed at like early in the morning. Like, don't talk to me before I smoke my joint, man. I don't want to deal with nobody, man. You got to be dealing with people and shit. I deal with family members, man. I'm an Arab. That's some bullshit, man. Uh, these motherfuckers get involved in everything. You know that it's not permissible in Allah's eyes. I'll be like, man, shut the fuck up, man. Get your ass out of here. Take that shit somewhere else. It's not Zuma. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's Friday. In, in another language. Yeah, I'm bilingual. I can't just, but the, you know what I'm saying? I can speak Arabic. I can't read the shit, though. That shit looks looking crazy. I'm like, oh, shit. When motherfuckers, oh, they still like, you know, when 9-11 happened and shit, people start asking me questions. I'm like, man, you motherfuckers thought I was Mexican for five years. <laughs> now y'all want to play this shit? I don't know, motherfucker. I'm in America like you. I went back home last summer. They sniffed me. We smell American. I'm like, man, I'm, wait a minute. In America, I'm not American, you know what I'm saying? And, and here, I'm not Palestine. What the fuck, man? Some bullshit. And then they had the audacity to say I was like Trump's people and shit. I was, a, I was highly offended. I said, I hope the Israelis get y'all for everything you get, motherfucker. I don't care. Let's go. I'm team Jewish now, man. Fuck that. I found out my village was an old Hebrew village. It was called Yabru. That's some, some some Hebrew shit. That ain't even Arabic. What the fuck? <laughs> now that I'm Jewish, you know what I'm saying? I want my city in Hollywood. <laughs> They're like, nah, dog, you're crippled. There's no fucking way. We're not going to give it. Only one disabled person has this, and that was Jerry Lewis. We need another 30 years to replace him. I'm like, man, fuck y'all. My, all y'all got is matzo ball soup. And then try to rip off everybody else's cuisine. That's what that's white people. But I like white people though. They're nice. Plus, you know, they they've had nice inventions, man, like cream cheese and bagels and shit like that. Uh, yeah, man. Especially when you're stoned. You can tell everybody here is high as fuck. Like I'm thinking about what kind of shawarma sandwich I want and shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she know. You know what I don't like? I don't like falafel. <laughs> Motherfuckers can't have that shit. White people can have that. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah. I don't like that shit. What's up, man? What you, you know what I'm saying? You came to just see comedy and shit? Yeah. That's it's dope, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you alone. Yeah, man. <laughs> White people the mutiny radio scare me. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. It's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could tell. But you're probably, you know, you're from Georgia, man. This whole shit probably like, what the fuck? It's a little too much, right? It's too much. I lo like, look, I love that we're progressive and all that, but it's just too much. Some, some shit, sometimes it's just a little too far. You can't call a motherfucker special no more. That's some bullshit. 
They threw me, they gave me that word at four years old. I said, man, I walk this way. My brain ain't fucked up. <laughs> They're like, nah, Jack. What's five plus three? They put me on the spot. You know, I don't do good under pressure and shit. I said seven and a half. They said to, the, to, to rule 14. I said, fuck. I spent the next five years feeling like I was getting ready for lockup or some shit like that. God damn. I'm serious, man. I, I remember I had classmates. I'm like, nah. They'd get into fights and shit. I'm like, nah, man. I ain't picking up that pistol. That's what we don't do in the pen. I said, motherfucker, we in special ed. We're in school. What the hell is wrong with y'all? But they forecasted their future. All of them is in the pen, and a lot of them is gone now, man. May they rest in peace, man. That's what happens when you teach brown, you know what I'm saying, black and brown children. They just want to kill people and shit. Want to teach them not to, you know, they don't want to teach them anything good, you know what I'm saying? I went to a ghetto-ass school. You just get an education, not an education. It's two distinct difference. You know what I'm saying? I taught how to like rob people and scam and shit like that. You know, shit that get us, you know, locked up and shit like that. I'm like, I can't be a gangster though, man. My parents was like, you know, they were from a different country. All these motherfuckers was like, I was like, I came home one day, I said, man, fuck to the teacher. I got suspended. I, I flipped them off. My dad beat my ass for two weeks. When you come back home, motherfucker, I got something for you. I'm like, man, fuck. You wanna, you wanna flip off the white man? He's teaching you. You can learn his ways and get a good job. I'm like, man, fuck them. He's like, boy, shut up, we're in America. Uh, yeah. Everybody love white people. Except motherfuckers that are like, you know. Even, hey, even white people don't like white people anymore. Man, I'm just gonna flip that. White people don't like white people anymore. That shit is cold. I fucking hate him. I hate him. Oh my God. They're always talking about Trump. What's up, Jonathan? What's up, blood? Hey, man. Man, that motherfucker is ridiculous. He said he's, he was the reason that North Korea and South Korea got along. No, motherfucker. They about to come get your ass. Shut up. Like, man, he's president. You know what I'm saying? That guy just, ugh, I don't know, man. What kind of president looks like that? What the fuck is that? That's an orange. He looks like a goddamn Tropicana logo. What the fuck? That wasn't funny? Nah, it wasn't funny. Man, everybody's getting high. I like getting animals high. You, you ever got your animal, like you pets high and shit? That's the, that's the best shit in the world. Yeah. The cats be stuck. I remember one time my cat was like licking uh, weed crystals off my brother's hand. That motherfucker was knocked out for two hours. We didn't hear a meow. We didn't hear none of that shit. He didn't say purr. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do none of that shit. He was just asleep. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm Garfield. That's what Garfield was about. That's, that's why that motherfucker always wanted to get lasagna. And that's my role model too, man. That's why my favorite food is lasagna, man. Garfield is my hero. Not Michael Jordan. Y'all seen Michael Jordan lately? He was a great basketball player, but he was a terrible human, man. This shit is like, his eyes are yellow and shit. You see, he got yellow eyes. Like, put down the Hennessy bottle, Mike. Put it down, man. Let the gambling go, homie. Sometimes I dream to be like an alcoholic. Yo, man. Yeah, the motherfucker got jaundice, man. Nah, dog. <laughs> Michael Jordan. 
Psychopath. He don't like rappers either, man. Poor chameleon here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, man, get the fuck away from me. Yo, you an asshole, man. Kids idolize you telling people to get away from you. You, no, I'm, man, I don't know, man. I'm from Chicago originally. Yeah. It's not a good stretch, man. R. Kelly, he's a musical genius. Yeah. But he likes, you know, he likes, you know, shit that ain't grown yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit that ain't. It's like, dog, she barely got whiskers. Like, what are you doing? That's like, yeah, that's disgusting, man. But that motherfucker, you know what they tell you, man, is a, a beautiful line. Thin line, that means. Between genius, what's this shit called? I was a special ed, too. I forgot, man. Y'all got to remind me. Genius and uh, insanity. You know, you know what I like watching when I'm high? Al Jazeera. That shit is the greatest shit in the world, man. It look like a bunch of Disney villains. I be sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> we will talk to them. I'm like, oh shit. The Trump. They be like, say the Trump, which means Sir Trump. I'm like, man, why y'all giving this motherfucker any credence? The, I was over there. You're the Trumpist people. And I'm like, no, no. That's like saying, I don't know. I don't know. That's like claiming fucking a uh, carrot top. I don't think he's a real comedian. Oh, pop ass motherfucker. While I'm at it, I'm going to talk about some comedians I don't like. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fucking carrot top. Who else, man? Carlos Mencia, you're a cheater. (laughs) Stealing people jokes and shit. Steve, yo, that's the craziest shit in the world, man. That, that shit terrified me. Like, I, you know, I went to like sleep one one night, and Steve Hot, Hot uh, what was his name? Steve, Hot, yeah, he had, but he had that story. He was like Steve Hightower or some shit. He had like a perfect fade, man. I woke up, that bitch was all gone. I said, boom, how does that happen? It just like it was crazy, man. I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker's a psychopath. Now he got a '70s mustache and shit. He's hosting daytime TV shows and playing Family Feud. Yeah, San Francisco. Mm. They keep talking about these fucking earthquakes. I don't like that shit. Stop doing that shit, man. They're bringing they're bringing that energy towards us. They want us to have this shit. Like it's some fucking game. They like I don't want to like after I see the people in New Orleans and Houston, I don't want to be that motherfucker on television. Like oh, come help us, come help. But I've been doing that my whole life, man. That's why I do comedy, man. Somebody please come help me. You know what I'm saying? Marcus, like man, get your ass off stage, man. What the fuck? Yeah, my bad. Hey, thank you guys so much. Pam, thank you. Cool. Malik, you're the beginning of Pamtastic's showcase. Is that cool? It's a great time. I'll probably be here. That'll be fun. All right. We're gonna give the room to the next comic because we are under strict pressure here. We gotta be on a fucking five to six minute mic time here. So we're gonna give it up for the one and only Toothbrush, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Yeah, you can cut that. I was on my ninjas. Oh, good. Ah, damn, 420. Everybody be talking about 420. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why y'all smoke for. 
on the 420. Why you gotta smoke 420? You smoke every day. Yeah, smoke every day. Ask Nate Dog. Yeah, I didn't know today was 420 till I get out get out of the house in the morning. Cause all like a minority look happy. <laughs> that includes black people, Latinos la dancing without music. Asian couldn't open their eyes. <laughs> they all look happy. All look happy today. White people look happy as usual, but who I couldn't tell who was high or not. Man, speaking of a 420, everybody's high. Everybody. Oh, why don't you why don't you hide that uh the hummus right there? We some is high, he's gonna eat all of them. Yeah. Speaking of weasel, uh, my wife hates weasel. He, she hates weasel. My wife hates weasel. I, I actually, she's listening right now. I'm, a, I'm, a, I taught her listen to it. Turn it up, cause I'm gonna tell this story. Um, true story. I hate when comedians say it's true story. I really do. I mean, tell me, tell me it's funny story instead of a true story. Does, does this joke fit in the job description? Really? True story. This ain't going to be funny. Um, my wife hates Weasel because he's my raw dog. We hang out. He lives down the street. We hit the mics. So my wife jealous him of him you know him and me hanging out and uh so you're gonna have so this this happened yesterday before i left my wife was like you going to you going mike today i'm like yeah you going with weasel i'm like yeah yeah he, he lives down the street oh i hit him <laughs> that's what she said oh i hit him and I told him, I told him yesterday, yes, that's what she said. And the Weesum said that, oh, man, I can't go to your house. We're going to meet right here at the 7 Eleven. I don't want to go there because I don't want to get shunked. <laughs> so, today, I told my wife that I told him. And uh, here's what he taught taught me. She got offended. <laughs> she got offended. <laughs> Why we some gotta be so mean? I was just joking. <laughs> like, oh, he was just top on you that. He just topped that. <laughs> Take it as a joke. So that that was just me. <laughs> she said, I was like, well, that's the reason I don't take you to the joke places. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm going to take you, talk about your ass all the time. Man, there's, there's fucking 420. And like my wife is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I married to this crazy ass. Recently, because I got a DUI, I could finally get around, thanks to my wife. She hates it, though. 
She hates it. Cause I go everywhere she goes. Why is she stop talking about, oh, leave me a fuck alone. I need my own space. I need my privacy. I got to go. Where are you going? I'm going to work. You're going to work? Let me roll with you. You guys got a nice gym, gym at the work. And a free food. I'm digging that. Great thing. But uh, the whole thing about a DUI, the worst part is breast lights. I had to have my breast. I uh, had to have a breast lights in my car. That shit is annoying. It, it beeps just like that every five minutes, and I gotta blow into it. You, you want? It, 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 it's it's not shy about it. It just beeps every fucking five minutes, and I blow into it. And I don't know where you're from, but where am I from? If I blow something, I get paid. <laughs> but I'm paid for that shit. Then I realize I'm in the system. My name is Toothbrush. Thank you, y'all. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you guys sticking around. Sorry, Mike. Uh, my apologies. 420 show, I got fucking baked. We all had a good time. I, you're gonna, you guys are going to have you and uh, what was your name, brother? Malik. Malik. Good luck on the showcase. I'm sure you guys are going to do spectacular. I'm going to be here for the next probably like 25, 30 minutes kicking it. And I hope to see you guys uh, perform. Uh, thank you for sticking around for part of the, the pre-show. Yeah. You're about to see some real killers come onto the stage and really handle their business. So you guys have a great rest of your 420. Be safe. Don't, need, don't fucking get any DUIs. Don't get so high that you start sweating. Get edible menopause and shit. You have to stand by a goddamn freezer. My name is Mark Neuer. You guys have a great night. Thank you for your time. I bet my peg leg on it. Or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs>
my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner than you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon, 